What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to the Stars Made Me Do It. And I'm going to introduce the correct name of the episode for a round two of an intro. We are doing whole sign versus Placidus today. Housing systems is such a big topic. And I feel like I'm, well, I'm excited for us to finally talk about it. You've got all of us here today. You got Sierra, Martha, Mimi, and this is a big one that we keep kind of talking about behind the scenes, but haven't oh, yeah. really given an explicit episode on it. We're constantly referring to like, oh, well, in Placidus, this is this or in, oh, but I do whole sign this kind of thing. So we're finally going to get into what the difference is between them. We were originally thinking of doing like the whole housing system debate or talk or, you know, like going into all the housing systems, but there are just so many. And really when it gets down to it, like we talk about these two housing systems the most. So if you're curious about what system to use, what system you're already using, what the difference is, that's what this episode is for. Yeah, and maybe one day we'll go into other housing system, but that is not today. <laughs> that is not today. <laughs> and before we dive into it, don't forget to follow us on all the socials. We are on Instagram at the Stars Movie Podcast, and you can follow us individually. I am at Magical.BookClub. Martha is at Divine Alignment with Martha. And Mimi is at Mimi's.me and HarveyMountain.Alchemy. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon. We've got a second podcast over there talking about the transits every week. It's a good time. And thanks to all our awesome patrons for being there with us. Yes, and you can also join with a free trial. So get on that. It's a good time. It's a really good time over there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's but fun it's... with the Discord and really like connecting with everyone too. So if you want a community, hang out with us. Yeah. Do it. But for now, let's get into this. This is going to be exciting because we've like, I don't know, through so Placidus and Whole Sign are two different ways of like reading your chart. And I'll go into my little pizza example later. But I feel like in general, Mimi and I kind of started out learning Placidus. Martha, you started out learning whole sign. And then Mimi, you really got into whole sign. And that was like, that was or is your like main system that you're using, but you go back and forth between the two. Whereas Martha and I have kind of stayed solid on her. So I'm loving that we're all going to kind of go through this. (laughs) Is that I am so fixed. I'm like, I feel like I'm the most fixed out of the three of us. And I'm the one that's like fluctuating between the two of them because I really do like today i'm feeling more my placidus chart yesterday i was feeling my whole sign chart (laughs) so i just i mean you know this is like at the end of the day both of these chart systems housing systems work right there's a reason that so many people use both of these systems um there is an existential crisis that comes before choosing the housing system (laughs) that you want and i definitely went through it where i was like is astrology even real if all of the systems are valid like But then that's when you kind of get into the more like surrendered astrology or evolutionary astrology, where you understand that certain systems come to you at certain times in your life and in certain phases when you need to realize actually you're capable of having your moon in the 10th house. It's not just in the ninth house, you know, and so really getting to learn the extra facets of yourself. And then I also feel like there are... um, different ways of approaching these charts. So I know I've talked about it in the past, maybe on Patreon, but I love looking at my Placidus chart for who I am on the inside more psychologically because the Placidus system is more of the modern uh, style of astrology. And then I love looking at my whole sign chart for transits and for what is happening in the tangible external world, because that's 
whole sign is a very traditional Hellenistic astrology approach, and it was used to predict things, right? People weren't so concerned with getting to know themselves more on a psychological level. They were just concerned with when the king was going to get attacked and how to prepare their warriors <laughs> and stuff like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> legit. So I that's how I like to use them currently, which because I'm focusing so much on transits these days, I do look at my whole sign chart a lot, but I like to go back at my Placidus and just kind of recenter and, and really understand that those placements are very true to me as well. I love that speech about how astrology has changed. Like the needs for mm. it are not the same anymore. That's so interesting. And I want to speak about that more, but before we do, I read something on the internet by Channy Nicholas and she described like the difference between the two housing systems really great and I want to say it before we get really into it yeah, she talked it. about how whole sign and Placidus or any system whatever it's like imagine you're taking a photograph of the sky it's always going to be the same things in the sky but maybe you're taking the photograph from far down the field left way and that's your whole mm. sign chart and then maybe you're taking a photograph in a different country uh and that's your plastic chart and no matter what what's in the sky it's still the same but the angle and like what's being highlighted is different so there's still the same sky like yes. same stars in the sky but different things are being highlighted and you're being drawn to look at different things and i think that's interesting because when you do look for example well anyone's chart if you look at your chart in plastics, you see one thing. And then if you look in whole sign, you're drawn to another point. So it's just same story, but different like focal points. Yeah. I think of it as like exactly what you just like reference. I think of it as in art when you're doing a portrait of someone, whether you're doing it face on or whether you're doing it from like the profile. Yes. I feel like that's the it's still the same person. You're just doing a portrait of them from a different angle. And we are focusing on different things. If you do a folk, if you do a portrait of me, like head on, you're going, you're barely going to see my ears. You know, you're not going to see what's going on if I did something cool in the back of my hair. But then if you turn it to the side, you get more of that profile. And it's like, oh, wow, like the nose is this shape. We get to see your ears. We get to see what's going on mm -hmm. here. So it's just, but it's still me. So it's just a different uh, angle. Exactly. Like you said, taking yeah. a picture from a different angle. And that's helped me at least not get into too much of an existential crisis about it. <laughs> and Martha, what you said, that's perfectly described that none of the planets change. None of the points change. Your midheaven stays the same. Your rising stays the same. All of the planets are in the same signs in the same, maybe different houses. Your midheaven could be in a different house, but all of the signs are going to stay true. So if you're really connected to, but I already have this Gemini stellium. Don't worry. You still have that Gemini stellium. Mm -hmm. It just might be showing up in a different house or yeah, in different houses. Um, so there are, so like I said, there are a lot of different housing systems and there are um, different mathematical like equations and how they calculate like the ascendant, the midheaven and how the houses all lay out um, according to those points. But I am not going to get into the math because <laughs> you know yeah. what? <laughs> I deserve a math break. So we're not going to do it. <laughs> it's like 7am. So we're not doing Anyway, in whole sign, what we're going to do is um, the first house is fully covered by your rising sign. So regardless of what degree your ascendant is. So for example, I have a 29 degree Leo rising in whole sign. My entire first house is taken up by Leo. 
even though in Placidus, that would be the cusp of the first house and then the rest would be taken up by Virgo. So that's the difference. And then every single house after that is going to be the next sign in that respective order. So it would be Leo takes the first house, Virgo takes the second house, Libra takes the third and so on and so forth. So each house gets one sign, gets the whole sign. And here's where I'm going to come in with my handy dandy pizza reference. In whole sign... You have one topping per slice. So because Mimi is a Leo rising, first house is taken up by Leo. One one flavor of that slice of pizza. But in Placidus, which we'll get into, because it's at the very last bit, that last moment of Leo, you have like a little bit of Leo topping in that first house. And then Virgo topping would take up the rest of that first house. So like that slice of pizza has two different toppings on it. And sometimes you can have up to three, which we'll get into, but whole sign is nice and simple in that way where it's like, all right, one sign per house. And that's how it goes. And that's also why it's really easy. I feel like in whole sign to just immediately picture somebody's chart. If you're like, oh, you're a Leo rising, then I yes. automatically know what every single sign of every single house is. So if there's a, you know, Sagittarius transit happening, I know that it must be happening in this house because I can do the math real fast. So it's Correct. very neat, like uh, yeah. neat meaning tidy, you know? It yeah. is totally neat and tidy. And like, if someone gives me their top three, I can immediately place, okay, great. So Aries, Sun, Taurus, Moon, Leo rising. All right, Aries is going to be in the ninth house. Taurus is going to be in the 10th house. That immediately, when I'm just meeting somebody, gives me the opportunity to say, here are the energies that show up and how they show up and in what areas of your life they're they're coming up. And I know we're not saying one system is better than the other, but I will say I do think whole sign is better for newbies in astrology. Mm -hmm. There's less, it's just like more clear, like, okay, there's one energy in this house. You don't have to be like doing the combo and, and adding them together. Um, so if you're really confused by Placidus, whole sign is like accessible in that way. I agree because it does have a simpler look and because mm -hmm. it's very obvious one sign per house it is it is a great place to start. I, I'm grateful that I started in Placidus because I think if I had started in whole sign and then shifted into Placidus I would have felt a little overwhelmed by the idea of having you know multiple planets in Scorpio but some of them in the third and some of them in the fourth and how can I discern these etc. Um, whereas with whole sign it was like okay great I can I can just put this all in the fourth house and focus my energy on that. And um, yeah, just kind of understand it a little bit simpler in that way. But it, it's, I just think, again, that goes back to like the needs of, from astrology, how they've grown, because almost like when we shifted into this more modern Placidus style, we wanted more complication. We wanted more layers, more facets. We wanted to understand our complexities. I mean, just in the fact that we wanted to more analyze ourselves psychologically, but also in the fact that like, wait, but this Scorpio placement's in the third. It's different from the other Scorpio placements. What does that layer mean? Like, there's a lot more um, like philosophical and psychological layers when you're looking at it in a placidus sense for sure and i don't even know if we said this before like why uh whole sign is like the older version so it comes from helianistic astrology did we say that at the beginning yeah hellenistic I say Helianistic. I like Helianistic. <laughs> that's kind of cute actually <laughs> but, but did we say that at the beginning that that's where it comes from uh not not in a, 
full extent yeah this is like that's the original astrology in um in ancient babylonia that's where astrology really started and they started with the whole sign whole sign system yeah so if you use whole sign house system you can use things like time lords Mm -hmm. and uh different prediction methods which you actually can't use with placidus system yeah although i will say that some modern astrologers do and you know that's like it's ever it's anybody's prerogative like if it works for you use it right like when but when i'm looking at perfections or um like i said transits or time lords i do like to use the whole sign system because i think there's something to like honoring the the traditional practice that has been around for thousands of years you know i kind of like that idea it almost feels like ritualistic in a way yeah i think it's like wherever your intuition flows but originally they did originate with whole sign house systems yeah Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you're enjoying it. We wanted to take a brief pause to let you know about Patreon and what we're doing over there. Every week we release extra episodes exclusively to our patrons. We discuss the current astrology and give a weather report of what's to come. We also let loose a little and share how we've noticed the planets are affecting us more personally and globally. If you go over to patreon.com slash the stars made me do it, you'll find that we have three affordable tiers to choose from. If you join our pop star tier for just $3, you get access to these public episodes before anybody else. Every week we release these episodes like the one you're listening to right now early. And if you join our rock star tier for $6, you get these episodes early as well as access to half of our bonus episodes we release every Thursday. So that means you get to hang out with the firestorm a little bit more every other week. Lastly, if you join our superstar tier for $9, you get the works. You get access to the early episodes as well as every week's exclusive astrological weather report. It's a great spot to share what's on your mind astrologically and have you how you've noticed the planets are showing up for you. And if you feel like you don't know enough about astrology to join, don't worry. Many of our patrons feel the same way. But joining us on Patreon, you get to learn so much more about astrology, see how it's affecting you in real time. So go check us out over at patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. I would love to know, Martha, since you like started with whole sign and have stayed with whole sign, and actually your chart doesn't change too much with Placidus, like what is it that like keeps you, I don't know. Like, what is it that attracts you to it or that you really love about it? Because you're, I would say you are our, like, you know, full whole sign representative. <laughs> so yeah. I'd love to know <laughs> what it is that, yeah, yeah, you're a full time, you know, you're not Placidus and on the side over there. <laughs> like, what, uh, <laughs> what do you love about it? What attracts you to it? Well, I think because personally, my chart does not really change that much between the two house systems. So I don't see the need to explore the other because I'm like, okay, on literally only one planet moves in my chart. And sometimes <laughs> I think about that one planet and I think it's interesting, but for the most part, I'm like, I think I'm like biased because my chart doesn't change. I'm not against Placidus. I just, um, I like things to have like rules and like very clear guidelines. And I think there's like more clear guidelines for me to follow with house. Yes. We'll sign. Like I like but- that. Cad, what's that word in English? Like, cad. like regimen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess regimen. I think that's exactly why I I had the existential crisis about it because I like I want things to have a set rule, especially when it comes to things like astrology, where there's so many people who like disbelieve it and that want to discount it. I want there to be like a set of rules that everybody follows, so that it's like 
here, here's all of the evidence, try and disprove that. But, you know, eventually I came to a place where I was like, all right, I just got to surrender to it. And I will say recently when listeners have started booking sessions and stuff, I'll send an email and I say, um, if you know your chart really well, what housing system do you mm. use? And is there, do you have a preference? Do you want me to use one I love that. system? Over and another? everyone probably says classes. No, everyone goes, just do what you do. And I'm like, all right, okay. So <laughs> what do you do? I start with whole sign mostly because I would say probably 60 or 70% of my sessions are um, predictive. They're like transits or solar returns or things that like you would use the traditional tech like techniques with. Um, but mostly with natal charts, it's like people are undecided or if they don't know their natal chart really well, they're like, I don't know, just do whatever. And it feels like a lot of pressure because I'm like, oh, my God, this is your <laughs> this is your birth <laughs> into knowing your natal chart. So I want it to be what you want it to be. But um, but yeah, that's been a fun thing to offer recently. I feel like you need to be a very good teacher when you're working with clients if you're using Placidus house system. Mm. Because there's, with whole sign, it's like, okay, this is like the energy and it's like sitting in this energy's house. And it's like easy to explain to someone. But Placidus, for me, as not a very good teacher, is like too much for me to be like, but it like has a flavor of like cancer, (laughs) even though it's like not cancer, but it's kind of cancer. Like it just like doesn't work for me. I feel like that's Martha imitating me because I'm like, that's exactly how I would say it. (laughs) No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You would be like, here's a slice and it's perfectly separated. Like like, you're a good teacher. I am not. (laughs) I love, well, thank you. But I love, I love the Placidus. I mean, I am team Placidus over here. I'm not against whole sign, but I just connect so much to my Placidus that I feel like I don't find the need to look into whole sign, but thanks to you guys, I've now like opened this door of curiosity into, okay, whole sign maybe is more of like the external, whereas Placidus with that internal, but I love, and we'll get into the more details of Placidus in a minute, but I, I do love that it's so nuanced and so much more detailed and doesn't fit into a box like I'm a Sagittarius rising but I'm towards the later degree so I've got a shit ton of Capricorn in my first house in Placidus whereas that would all be in my second house and whole sign and I also feel like when it comes down to it it's that same idea that we were talking about of just having a slightly different angle because I've got a Capricorn stellium whatever system like you said Mimi you've got a Gemini stellium no matter what like whatever system I (laughs) use I've got a Capricorn stellium so for me I feel like I come off super Capricorn because my first house is full of Capricorn energy but also you could read it in whole sign and being like you come off super Capricorn because you've got a Capricorn stellium you know it's just you you find so much yeah and and you just find so much of the same bottom line information i in general i i just yeah i don't think that you know and that's why just like we always say but a reminder again no system is invalid because i really genuinely we're all we're looking at the same thing we're all like posed at a little different angle but we're all looking at the same thing and it's very you know there is that mathematical element to astrology, but there is also that intuitive element to it where Mm -hmm. when you are reading somebody's chart and if you have your like list of things you always go through, but then for some reason you're being drawn to Pluto and it's like Pluto's the Mm -hmm. most outer planet. I never talk about Pluto, but for some reason I got to talk about Pluto. And then you find (laughs) out that there's this crazy transit happening where Pluto is in the center of everything. It's like, there is the intuitive element to astrology as well. And that's why I've just vibed so much with my Placidus chart. Haven't yet found the need to, but I'm sure 
sure. I'm sure mm-hmm. that there is going to be a time where I like, you know, a whole sign is going to really click and that's going to be where I need to see it through that lens. So I also think it's what you're vibing with at the time. I will also say with Placidus, degree theory is so much more fun because with Placidus, you can look at the degrees on the cusps of every house with whole sign. It's going to be zero degrees of every sign at the beginning of every house. So you don't get that extra flavor, but the flavor that you get with um, Placidus is okay. I've got 29 degree Leo rising. That's a Leo degree. There's that extra flavor. That means that I have like a 28 degree Virgo second house then you can look into that degree and how that plays into it and so on and so forth. And so like that is more advanced looking at degrees and stuff. And if you're curious, we did an episode on decans and degrees, I think probably like a year ago or so Um, and go listen to that. That's kind of fun. And probably like a good intermediate episode as well. If you've gone through the back to basics series. So like, for example, I have an, uh, my ninth house is a 22 degrees of Aries. That's a Capricorn degrees so then I can add a little extra flavor all right I have a Capricorn Aries house on my ninth like it just adds a little bit more complexity and again if you're if you're new to astrology um that might have been really confusing so you can just move on to the next (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I think whole sign we've got traditional you know, this is the the way, like we were talking about, it's been used for so long. It's been used for predictive astrology because before it, we weren't trying to find out the personality of the king. We were trying to keep the king from being assassinated. So like, you know, we're, <laughs> we're worrying about like external influences more so if, if he's a jerk or not. No, I'm, I'm like, yeah. that was <laughs> <laughs> a little rude, but you know, but that's so that's why it's really cool in a way like it is cool Mimi that you go between the two systems too because you're using them for almost like their intended purposes when it's Mm -hmm. the deep dive of personality you're going into Placidus and when it is the transits and more predictive astrology you're going into whole sign and I will say I am one of the people who I I use the traditional uh tactics it's not the right word techniques, but yeah. techniques <laughs> uh but you but i use it um using placidus where i will do solar return and all of that while uh, using placidus like i normally would and i have mm-hmm. found it to be really on point but when you know you guys were doing my solar return and using whole sign i can see how it fits that way as well but then i looked it up from Placidus and I could see how it fits that way as well. And maybe it's more of like the external transits versus how I'm feeling internally. But I have, I am someone who uses the, the traditional techniques using the Placidus system. And I Mm -hmm. find it to be very, I don't want to say accurate is the right word, but insightful. And I get a lot out Mm -hmm. of it just as I feel like people get a lot out of it using those systems traditionally with whole signs. So I think they can be applied to that. And that's worked really well for me. For sure they can be. I, I think when I just said um, that I don't, I, yeah, I just no, wanted no, to explain no. my reasoning. I like to honor like that tradition and, and agree like the, the age old, I don't know, usage of it that way, but for sure you can use it in the modern sense as well. For me. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to pull up a solar return and use whole sign. If you're a plastic person, like solar returns mm-hmm. in plastic makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Anyway. If that's the system that you use, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways. It's also cool just thinking about how 
I'm just like me with my crazy Capricorn stellium, but also with my Sagittarius stellium, you would think that I'd be like tradition. We're doing mm-hmm. things traditionally, but that's why I, I think everybody has to test it out a little bit because when I did look into whole sign, maybe it's, maybe it's a little bit of a no, but this is how it is. Maybe tradition to me became Placidus and I don't want to switch mm-hmm. it up, you know, but I, <laughs> well, that's a system that was handed down from you, from your teacher, you know? Exactly. So it was, it, that was the practice. Yeah. And I really have, I have opened like you guys have really helped me open the door to exploring my whole sign chart. And to this point, when I explore it, I don't connect to it like I do with Placidus. Mm-hmm. So I think that it may, like Martha like said, it then... in the first house. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I do like my moon in the first house, <laughs> yeah. but I, I more, I think it's more my son. I just connect to my son in the 11th house much more than I connect to my mm. son in the first house. That's really what it is for me. I don't think of it as mm. the moon as much. I, which is crazy too, but in, in whole sign, my chart would have my son in the first house and in Placidus, it's in the 11th house. That's how much of a nuance it can shift. That's yeah. two mm-hmm. houses back. It's because I'm a zero degree Sagittarius, but that's a big deal. And something about that seems very faded to me that it's like, you know, if we did things in this traditional way, it would be very black. And, I don't know, not black and white, but very um, neat and tidy of, okay, you're a Sagittarius rising and all of your Sagittarius is in the first house. And this is kind of like, it feels so 11th house to me of but nah actually we're gonna make it to that tiny 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 little slices in that 11th house so that you get your son there but then you still get to be a Sagittarius rising and Sagittarius gets Mm. to take up your whole 12th house I just think that I I really connect with that slightly wackiness that it allows Mm. so let's uh let's move on to like more of the differences and I do want to get into uh more of like how it changes our personal charts too but um, when it comes to the midheaven in whole sign, the midheaven is not always going to be tenth house related. Um, where Placidus, the midheaven is marked by the tenth house cusp, or the tenth house cusp is marked by the midheaven, I should say. But actually, the midheaven floats freely, so it can be in the ninth, the tenth, the eleventh. Um, I haven't seen any cases of it going beyond those three houses, but maybe in like very high north or very low south, uh, there is possibility for eighth or twelfth. I think it is possible. I've read okay. that it's possible, but yeah, not happening. Never seen it. Often. What a rare case. <laughs> anyway, but you know what's interesting is all three of us have them in different houses. So I have mine in whole sign. I have mine in the 10th house. I take a very traditional approach to my career and how I show up and my reputation. Martha has hers in the ninth house. Sierra has hers in the 11th house. So it adds that extra flavor of um, how you present yourself to society, the reputation that you uphold, um, who you are when you're on a pedestal in front and like in front of a crowd. And that is how it's exactly what we said about looking at the same thing from a different angle, because here I am mm-hmm. just saying, oh, hey, I, I like know. how I'm Placidus. My son is in my 11th house, but in whole sign, my midheaven is in my 11th house. So yeah. I get that flavor. So you're going to find that when you look at your different charts in the different systems that you're going to see, like the really, the fl- the flavors that you really connect with are going to show up in both. It, yeah. It's just going to be maybe, you know, a midheaven versus a sun type of thing. 
Yeah. And that's why I wanted to move on to this point, because that's exactly um, what I was going to say in response to you saying like your son being in the first, because I 1000% could see you as son in the first person. You are very confident. You show up for yourself. You take up space. And then your midheaven in the 11th in the sign of Libra, the people in your community are so important to you. You know, you have such a network and such a form of outreach that like midheaven in the 11th makes so much sense to me for you. So that, like Sierra said, like you're going to find the information that needs to be found at the right time using whatever system. And before we like, I guess, move on from that point, just because I'm a visual person as well. When we're talking about midheaven, if you are a Placidus person, that's going to be like Mimi said, it's going to be the very, very top of your chart, the 10th house. And so I think we're used to, like, if we think of it like a clock, midheaven being 12 o'clock, your ascendant being nine o'clock, Nadir being six o'clock, descendant being three o'clock. And so for the for the midheaven in Placis, it's going to be that very top point. But the thing where it shifts in whole sign is that your your midheaven is going to, sh- like, it's not going to be at that top, top it's point. It's not it fixed. Can shift, exactly. It can move. Same with your ascendant is that, you know, I am a Sagittarius rising, but my sun would show up in my chart before the point would show up of my rising sign because I'm a zero degree Sagittarius sun and 21 degree Sagittarius rising. So that point would then show up as like a little line on your chart and whole sign. So just if you're trying to get a visual two of those things, Placidus, it's going to be the angles of that chart, like a cross. And in whole sign, it's going to be designated in one of those houses, it's not fixed, like Mimi said. So mm-hmm. that's the way in which it shows up visually different between the different systems. Yeah, and that opens a whole other discussion about how in Placidus, there's so much focus on the angles that rising sign gets its its own cusp, like it gets its own place as the beginning of the chart. You only begin with your personality that you put out there. And same with Midheaven. Midheaven is given like this big place. It's given a big role in your chart. Whereas with whole sign, it's not about those angles. It's just we're placing the signs in and then wherever the Midheaven falls, that's where it falls. Wherever the rising falls, obviously it's going to be in the first house. That's where it's going to fall. So I also think that that's like a fun philosophical discussion about why does whole sign not focus on these angles and Placidus does focus on the angles. Yeah. And those angles are so personality driven. They're people driven. Mm -hmm. They're not action. They're not um, event driven, you know, Mm -hmm. with Placidus angles. I mean, that first house, again, we did episode on the different, what, what was it called? The different angles um, the diff- we just did a housing episode. We went into the angles mm-hmm. on the different on the housing episode. But yeah, you know, the first house is going to be you, you putting your personality personality out into the world. That fourth house, it's family and your childhood, seventh house, people in your life and the people that you, you know, seek and want to surround yourself by, tenth house, midheaven, how you put yourself out to the world. It's very much personality, personal, people. And then whole mm-hmm. sign, that's not the goal of the system. And so it makes sense that there would be less of an emphasis on those things. It includes them. Everything's included, but it's just not emphasized. Yeah. So then something that's unique to the Placidus system is you get what we call interceptions. And so interceptions are, to use Sierra's um, pizza 
analogy is that that's when you are actually having three toppings in the one house in that one slice of pizza and one of those toppings is getting swallowed up by the other two so for example my fifth house has an interception in placidus it the fifth house cusp is sagittarius and then all the way to the sixth house that cusp is um aquarius which means that capricorn is getting swallowed up in the fifth house it doesn't rule any of the houses so then you get a little extra information on that and we actually all that you're not set you're not for sure going to have interceptions if you use placidus it's kind of dependent on location if you were born really close to the equator you're probably not going to have interceptions um but if you're further away from the equator where you were born then you it's possible that you will so all three of us do have interceptions yeah they're the monkey in the middle (laughs) yeah yeah martha have you related to your interceptions yours are in the fourth and the tenth house which are angular houses I don't know because I don't I still don't really understand an interception. I do know my fourth and my tenth house are like huge in my life because I have Chiron and Saturn like mm-hmm. opposition between the two. So it's already super highlighted for me. Yeah. Um, but I I don't really understand interception. Like I don't have access to it until I'm 30. Yeah, I mean, that's like one way people look at it. I also think it it's similar more like for me, the way that I look at interceptions, it's more like a retrograde planet. So it's just much more of an inner journey. It's less about what other people have like input on or other events have input on these areas of your life. It's more like you really have to search yourself to understand these areas of your life. And, and it takes some time. It takes maturity. Yeah, then I do. um I do re- relate to that a lot. Um, but also I have Saturn in my 10th. So everything's going to come late to me in those houses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so, like I can, I, I get that reading no matter what, if I look mm-hmm. at the interception or not, which is like another, like both housing systems work, but I definitely see that like it being more personal for me. Cause often in life I go and search, like I want people to give me the answer and then I'll just execute And I know in my house and in my home, I just need to like do it myself and find what speaks to my own heart space. Yeah. Inner journey there. It is an inner journey, which is weird because the 10th house is not very inner. But the fourth is. But the fourth is. And they're all connected, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you relate to yours maybe with the fifth and 11th house interception? It's interesting. I do with my 11th because I think finding my community is a very big part of my journey here, like finding my sense of belonging and finding a network of people that I feel are very um, connected and like-minded. And the fifth house is interesting to me. That's something that I, I think when I look at the sign that's intercepted in the fifth house, yes. When I look at my fifth house, I would say no, because very early on, I connected to wanting to perform, to wanting to be seen, my talents. Um, although actually, I will say in more recent years, I've definitely swallowed up my own talents and and tried to hide them a little bit more. Um, but I don't know, I think all my ninth house placements helped me out. And that would be my moon in the ninth, Venus in the ninth. I think all my ninth house placements helped me out in feeling big and in feeling like a little bit more into the romantic like uh spontaneous exciting side of like the adventurous side of things that that even if my fifth house is feeling a little bit quieted those ninth house placements are helping me out um but I don't know maybe Capricorn being intercepted in my fifth is like 
monetizing my talents or um, creating a legacy with my talents. But like, uh, you definitely do all of those things. Like if those <laughs> things, if you're not in access of that now, like what is going to happen when you hit 30? Because like the world ain't ready. <laughs> yeah, you're doing some big stuff. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say I'm definitely in a phase of of growing and building a a foundation. I'm I wouldn't say that my goal is to build an empire or build a legacy, um, but enough of a legacy that I can support my life and I can support any like future family life that kind of thing. It's less about like the capitalistic legacy and more about like the more familial uh, structure foundation that I can build. I love mm. that you have Capricorn intercepted in the fifth and that like Martha said, it's like, you're already rocking all of those things. And like, wait to just wait until <laughs> like you yeah. enter your thirties, yeah. because I mean, I've got second and eighth house intercepted and I've got my Jupiter intercepted and my part of fortune intercepted. And those are like two points of luck and abundance. And I already feel like the luckiest abundant person ever I'm entering my thirties and it's like exploding. And I'm like, I already felt like the luckiest, most abundant person ever. And who even knows what's going to happen once this energy is external. But I love that idea for you. And that's just like, that's such a, and like Martha, like you said, you have such a focus on that fourth and 10th house axis. It's almost like these energies that we're so internally aware of that maybe then the interceptions, because it's such an internal, uh, something that's very obvious, maybe then we learn to externalize them. Like, the, mm -hmm. like we said, like the, the idea is if we're going with the pizza theory that in your thirties, you're handed the pizza slicer. So you can access just that middle mm. piece without having the flavor mm. influence of the outside too. And then in, you know, your mid thirties is really when, you know, you can share that slice of pizza with the world because you have sliced off the other two and have made it externally available. Yeah. And also, yeah. I like that that pizza slice idea because when you slice just the one flavor, you're letting like whatever flavors on there be like more potent. If that makes sense, like there's no other flavors like mixing, influencing. It's just yeah. like one flavor. Yes, <laughs> I like that. Uh, one thousand percent. We have to do a ramble of what signs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like... thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I love uh, the pizza analogy so much though, because if you genuinely think about having yeah. a slice of pizza and you've got three flavors on it, you are going to get one of the two outside flavors when you're trying to eat that middle flavor. And so it's just, you know, it's there. You see that it's there. You can taste that it's there, but you can't get a concentrated energy. You can't get a concentrated yeah. flavor. And that's why I really like the idea of interceptions, which again, like Mimi said, you might not have interceptions, but it's it's possible to have them in the Placidus system. And mm -hmm. I I really do feel like in my 30s, I was handed the pizza cutter. And now that I'm like entering closer to my mid 30s, I really feel like my Leo Aquarius energy is so much more able to come out, even though I always had it. I really do feel like it's so much more able to come out. And it's not as, I don't know, like shame isn't the right word but almost like maybe uncertainty is a better word and uncertainty about putting it out there about like yes i i love the idea of having my jupiter and leo but it's never been something that i've like well i don't know i don't know and now i'm like 
yes, I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to yeah, step you've into it more now. Yeah. Embodying it more. So I think it's always present, but embodying it fully so that that pizza flavor can stand out on its own. Yeah. yeah. So my best advice when it comes to like, what system should you use is if you have learned astrology from a specific teacher, stay with that system, stay with that system until you're really comfortable with it. You're really comfortable with the language of astrology and then let yourself explore another system. If that's what is drawing to you, like if that's, what's pulling you in, if you already have the system that you really like, what do you know? Listen to this episode. Thanks for the support. But now you know what the differences are and you can, <laughs> you can kind of play with those. But I love looking at what changes in, in your chart when you do, because certain things are just going to be a little bit stronger. Like when I, you know, I started learning Placidus and I have Chiron. The only thing in my first house is Chiron and it's conjunct my ascendant. And I think one of the big things that I struggled with changing over to whole sign was, but I connected this Chiron so strongly being in my first house, but then you just get that click. I'm like, Oh, I realize now how it could be in my second house. And regardless, Chiron is always going to be conjunct my ascendant. So I always get that little extra, um, I'll always be carrying that with me as well, but you get to see just like what shifts, what changes, and at what point in your life do you change and get to see how the planet's positions change with that. I also love to look at what doesn't change because for me, no matter which system I use my North node and my South node, don't shift. So I've got, you know, a little bit of Sagittarius in my first house, the majority up until 28 degrees of Capricorn in my set in my first house. And then my second house in Placidus has my 29 degree Capricorn North node. So my eighth house has my 29 degree Cancer South node. And those don't shift with Mm -hmm. This they they stay in the second house with whole sign and same with my Chiron and Cancer in my eighth house in both systems and so I find it so interesting that no matter whole sign or Placidus my North Node South Node Chiron are the consistent those are the really the only consistent placements that I have in uh yeah and I guess yeah I guess rising doesn't count you know those are the only consistent. No. Uh, placements that I have when the system, when the system shift, my entire chart looks different when I shift between those systems. So then when I really think about North node and that purpose, that Capricorn second mm-hmm. house, okay, I really need to lean into that. And then, you know, Chiron being in cancer in the eighth house, woof, hello, like past life, everything, you know, that's <laughs> such a, <laughs> that's such a um, prominent placement that I know needs to be really, I guess I really need to look into that because no matter which version of the picture I take, that's front and center, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Similarly for me. um, So if you have a late degree rising, you are most likely going to see a lot of changes between these two systems. If you're an earlier degree rising, maybe some things will change depending on where you were born. If you're born really again, like up North or down South, uh, like further away from the equator, you might see a lot of changes. Um, but if you're an earlier degree rising, chances are that you might not see that many changes. I mean, Martha, you're a 21 degree, right? And that's not even 26. that. I'm 26. Degree. Oh, you're 26 and not that much changes. So yeah, Sierra, you're 21 then. Yeah, I'm 21 degree. Okay. Yeah. God, Mimi, you don't know all your friends' rising degrees. What's wrong with you? <laughs> 
but yeah, going back to what doesn't change, my Mars stays in the eighth house in Pisces. My Pluto stays in Scorpio in the fourth house. And they're in an exact trying to each other. Guess what? I'm always going to be intense, like intensely emotional. I'm always going to have very strong feelings and take action from those very strong feelings and follow my intuition, regardless of whatever else changes. I'm always going to be that. And same for my um, Capricorn, the Uranus Neptune uh, conjunction that a lot of people around my my age range also have but the thing that changes is in placidus that's intercepted whereas in whole sign it's not so um yeah that is a fun thing to see like what doesn't change because there's something that is always going to stay consistent that you can always come back to yeah and then martha you only got one thing that does change two so two okay two my jupiter and my moon yeah Yeah. okay and then that's really cool to look at if we think of the idea of placidus being more personality and uh, you know, inner stuff and then whole sign being a little more external outside world influence. And what does that mean for you with those? I mean, Jupiter and moon, even though Jupiter isn't technically a personal planet, it's that social planet, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to look at how that might affect you personally versus affect the external world when you play with mm-hmm. what houses shift there. It's It's fun to play around with. Yeah. And then also one thing that we didn't even touch on is the planets like in traditional hellenistic astrology where whole sign originated they only use the seven visible planets a lot of astrologers who use the whole sign system don't even use the last generational planets uranus neptune and pluto they just use the seven planets so that could be an extra flavor although i like to use i like to use all 10 planets plus chiron plus a couple points here and there so (laughs) all the things (laughs) yeah a little bit of a maximalist over here (laughs) yeah i guess like having this conversation really pinpoints that we all kind of use like a melange of like all of the things like even Mm. me who uses just whole sign like I use all the planets and like Sierra you use like solar return charts and all of Mm -hmm. the things and maybe you use the two as above everything (laughs) like we've all like (laughs) kind of melanged them all Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's so beautiful about modern astrology is that we're all finding, you know, systems change over time. And there's reasons that systems change, you know, whole sign maybe doesn't serve everybody in the system. Placidus will help, you know, those people feel served through astrology in the way that they need to feel, you know, cared for or need to feel um, served, I guess. So I I do really love using like a blend of systems. And I think it's so fascinating to see what systems people come up with for themselves. Like, I think it's so interesting to see um, how people build their own systems, not based off of any, anything else, just what feels right to them in that like intuitive sense. So astrology is so fascinating because it does um, activate both that very logical, like mathematical informational part of the mind, but it also unlocks this like intuitive, uh, potential. Absolutely. Yes. And I guess if you're taking (laughs) what you can take away many things from this episode, hopefully, but I guess the whole sign traditional one sign per house, Mm -hmm. placidus, modern one to three signs per house. So that, I guess, is the most basic difference visually. And like, like we said, in so many different ways, you can get so much out of both systems and you're pretty much getting the same thing out of both as well. It's just Mm -hmm. a little bit of a different angle. Yeah. And this episode has been such a long time coming because literally like since the beginning of (laughs) 
I feel like even in like the first episode that I was in I feel like I mentioned like what different housing systems and stuff like I I just think we've been referring to it for so long that now we can say great here's the episode if you're confused on whole sign versus placidus which one to use what the differences are why we use them separately so um, and let us know we finally got this done mm-hmm. yeah and let us know what you like to use maybe mm-hmm. why you like to use it and if you've got questions between the two of them we hopefully answered most of them here but feel free to leave a comment reach out we love to hear from you guys and this has been a good one yeah so mimi why did we talk about whole sign house system and plastic house system today because <laughs> the stars made us do it <laughs>